This is the Life Truth Network. Quest for our truth. Episode 407. Quest for Truth, presented by Protectorate Productions and HPN, Heltsley Podcast Network. Now located at life-truth.com. And now, here is your host, Keith Heltsley. Solving all your problems and making your dreams come true. I, I think I might chew myself. Welcome to the podcast. I'll be your retro host, David. Oh wait, hold on. Hello. No, Keith isn't here. Okay, wait. Hold on. Don't get your headphones in a bunch. Okay, you're on. Hey, welcome everybody. Wait a minute. What'd you say? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Never mind. Retrobots. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show of uh, Quest for Truth. This will be an episode where we uh, look at uh, some word from Scripture. It won't be a super long episode, but I thought it would be a timely topic. It seems to be uh, a need for this kind of word uh, about faith, about apologetics, about Oh, when things don't work out well, you still can find hope in God. If you're just trying to figure out things when life doesn't go well, this could be uh, helpful for you, and I hope it is. But uh, again, we don't have Nathan Caldwell with us today. Uh, maybe soon, we'll have to see. Schedules sometimes don't work out. In fact, I've been awfully busy myself this past week and may end up uh, being busy in the days and or weeks coming. We'll have to uh, work out schedules and maybe change some things around, I am sure. Well, with all that said, I don't have a lot of other uh, remarks. So, hey, let's uh, listen in to a few words here from the good folks at the Christian Podcast Community, located at christianpodcastcommunity.com. Or you hear folks who sound like these. Are you just watching? Do you enjoy watching movies? The special effects, the interesting characters, the great stories. There's a lot to enjoy that comes out of Hollywood. But sometimes it's best to approach secular media with a healthy dose of critical thinking. Join me, E. Franklin. And Tim Martin. As we discuss our favorite movies. And share critical thinking for the entertained Christian. So visit areyoujustwatching.com to subscribe. And don't just watch. Our community is a cohesive group of like-minded Christian producers who podcast on areas of expertise and passion. The Christian Podcast Community is a cohesive group of like-minded podcasters proclaiming the truth of Christ with expertise and passion in the areas of theology, church history, Christian living, evangelism, apologetics, parenting, homeschooling, sermons, and much, much more. So check us out at christianpodcastcommunity.com. 
one stop for all your favorite Christian podcasts. Or one stop for the podcasts that are about to be your favorite Christian podcasts. ChristianPodcastCommunity.com Main topic. We're going to talk about faith today. Uh, in particular, having a ready faith. What does that mean, anyway? Well, here's a concept to think about while we're talking is that day to day suffering brings opportunities to serve Jesus. Uh, in other words, we shouldn't see those annoying people out there as something to get under our skin, but an opportunity to treat them like Jesus might treat them. Um, we're going to look at First Peter 3.13 through uh, 16 for starters. We may go further, but let's read this real quick. Uh, and who will harm you if you are deeply committed to what is good. But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear or be disturbed, but honor the Messiah as Lord and God. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you. However, do this with gentleness and respect, keeping your conscience clear so that when you are accused, those who denounce your Christian life will be put to shame. Uh, now, let's go move on to the, the next chapter, uh, verse 1 here. Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh, equip yourself also with the same result. Because the one who suffered in the flesh has finished with sin. In order to relive the remaining time in the flesh, no longer for human desires, but for God's will. And there is our scripture we're going to dig into. Uh, now, you have, to, have you ever done anything uh, that was difficult to attain a future benefit i can think of a few things uh, back in the, my high school days i struggled through a lot of hardship to be on the football team and the benefit was at the end of the season we turned out to be state champions or at least we went to state uh, we didn't make it ultimately to the championship and that, and that was a, a good thing uh, in my younger days, after high school, I spent 11 weeks in the difficulties of Marine Corps boot camp just so I could wear that prized Eagle Globe and anchor and earn that title of Marine. That is an accomplishment to be proud of. At least I am. Uh, but there's other things. You, know, you go to college. You spend four years of suffering through all the ordeal of homework and professors and assignments. But at the end, you end up with a degree. We all do these things as part of life. Uh, I remember as a kid, I used to uh, love uh, when my grandma would bake cookies or a cake. 
but it seemed like forever until the oven was done. <laughs> but you couldn't just pop them out and eat them raw. Uh, I mean, cookie dough you could, but cake dough would be a little bit mm, not so good. But suffering brings opportunities. And we can point uh, to Jesus through those hard times because Jesus is our ultimate goal. He's the one who uh, saves us from those ordeals, from sins, and uh, delivers us to continue. Uh, let's have a, a closer look here at the first, let's see, four verses here. Um, that would have been, and who will harm you if you are deeply committed to what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear or be disturbed. Now, so how would you respond with Peter's question he asked there in verse 13? Uh, he wasn't claiming that those who do good will never experience suffering. I mean, that's, that's the, the conventional wisdom is you do good, you get good stuff. You do bad, you get bad stuff. But sometimes we do good and we end up with the slap of the face, right? But, you know, there is a righteous God and he does rightly judge all things. And, you know, our suffering does not escape his notice. And in the end, there will be comforts and rewards. But hey, if we don't get them in this temporary earth, we will get them in our, our eternal kingdom. Uh, and so you can see sometimes there is a connection between suffering and sharing faith. Because sometimes while you're going through the ordeal, uh, your faith can help uh, be uh, that ballast, that thing that keeps you on an even keel to get you through uh, a rough time. Now, in addition to the standing strong during suffering, we, you know, as Christians, we're commanded to be ready uh, to share our faith. And we can see this if we go back to verses 15 and 16. But honor the Messiah as Lord in your heart. Always be ready in defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. However, do this with gentleness and respect, keeping your conscience clear so that when you're accused, those who denounce your Christian life will be put to shame. So, and in this part, think of, is there somebody in your life who uh, is kind of a thorn in your side? Uh uh, or is there somebody who has had a thorn in their side? Uh, and if they've overcome, they've let their faith guide them through that. Uh, and as you go through those life examples, uh, I personally, what have you learned from it? I've learned that there's nothing so bad in this world that uh, Jesus can't get you through, uh, even if it means you've lost something. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've lost a good job opportunity. Maybe you've lost your health. Uh, you know, we're not called to live on earth forever. Uh, but 
no matter how bad it is, sometimes God doesn't rescue us out of something, uh, but he will get us through that something. You know, if, if you were, for example, um, a little bit reckless and you found yourself in prison, well, you know, you can become a Christian, and I hope you would. It doesn't mean you're going to get out of that sentence. But while you're in that undesirable lifestyle, uh, God can keep you going. He can give you uh, blessings each day, uh, you know, but even if it's not prison, let's, let's say that you've uh, lost the job. You've been laid off. You've been fired. Uh, and maybe you can't find a cushy job like you just left. Maybe you're stuck being uh, a dishwasher at a restaurant or a trash can picker up or, well, it's not the cushy office job you wore with the suits and the ties and, and that kind of environment, let's say, but you know, God can get you through uh, declines in life, whether it be financial or health. And people get old, and your health becomes an issue. A disability becomes an issue, and you know, God may not take that away from you, but He can give you the strength it takes to get through it all. Um, and when we do suffer because of our faith, uh, we need to make Christ Lord in our life. And we ought to be able to explain why that matters. Why Why is that the answer? You know, life gives you the short end of the stick. You know, why, why don't you just throw in a towel and give up? Well, it would be a silly thing to do, in my opinion. It'd be really a dumb thing to do. Uh, but the early... Christians were faced with the real possibility of persecution and even death, but Peter encouraged them to use this time as a testimony for their hope in Jesus. You know, what if you're on the chopping block? I mean, literally on a chopping block for your faith. Uh, would you uh, deny Christ in those last moments, or would you stand up for your faith? You know, you can take away my life, but you can't take away my soul. You know, my soul belongs to God. You can, you know, hang me by the neck until dead or electrocute me uh, or lop off my head. But all you've done is kill the body. You haven't killed my spirit. But Peter even cautions some people here that when we do stand up for our faith, we should do it with gentleness and respect. Uh, I know recently there's been, you know, Super Bowl and there was some ads on there was the Jesus gets us project. And there's, I've heard non-Christians criticize that because all I hear is Jesus and it automatically gets their hackles up. I've heard Christians criticize that because their theology is soft and squishy and it really is. But if if it gets you talking about Jesus, it's at least accomplished a little bit. Uh, Is painting Jesus as some kind of a social justice warrior? Yeah, it kind of does. And so this is why it's important to talk with people about that theology to get the accurate picture of who Jesus is and what he did. You know, he did come to, uh, he wasn't a, uh, what's, uh, what's it called, uh, a, a, a rebel. He wasn't a rebel. In fact, uh, he called people out for rebellion. Uh, he wasn't a, uh, a refugee. Uh, he, uh, yeah, sure, he, he left to go to Egypt because that was a prophecy 
not a refugee, but he would have been a refugee if he stayed there and he came back whenever it was safe. So that's not a refugee. Uh, but anyway, we, but being able to defend, defend those things, much as I did to my simplified manner there, you're able to say, yeah, this whole Jesus gets me thing is really lousy theology, but you have to know why. Why is it lousy theology? And it's good to know uh, who Jesus really is. Uh, and but what does that mean to show gospel, share gospel gentleness, respect, and a clear conscience? I mean, don't browbeat somebody. Don't you know? Uh, be judgmental. I mean, you're, actually, you should be judgmental, but don't be overbearing about it. Be uh, a little respectful. Uh, start out with saying, tell, tell me about this. So you believed this about Jesus, that he, you know, is some kind of a, a social justice warrior. Well, why do you think that? Where do you get that from? Where does it say that in scripture? Ah, now we're getting somewhere. Let's look at scripture. What does it say here in Matthew uh, 1 and 2? What does it say here in, you know, Luke 2 or 3, 4, John 4, and so forth? Uh, and see, it, it opens the doors uh, and ask a lot of questions. Let the people air their bad theology. So you can say, oh, that's interesting. Where do you get that from? Uh, what makes you say that? Who taught you that? And then by doing that, you're being gentle, you're being respectful, but as you're also being able to uh, put a pebble on issue as a certain uh, radio commentator uh, likes to say, uh, that would be Greg Kogel, uh, but it's a good concept. You're getting them to think about something. You're giving them the idea that, you know, let's look at the source of the truth and not what you hear on television. Um, let's move on here to our last batch of verses here. First uh, Peter 4, verses 1 and 2. And we'll wrap this all up. Uh, Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh... Equip yourselves also with the same resolve, because the one who suffered in the flesh has finished with sin. In order to live the remaining time in the flesh, no longer for human desires, but for God's will. Wow, interesting. How do we equip ourselves to suffer well as Jesus did? Um, well, We should become a follower of him, of Jesus. Uh, we need to adjust our attitude to match Jesus. We don't need to be put out by every convenience that comes our way or inconvenience that comes our way. Um, instead of focusing on personal desires, focus on living in freedom from sin. Because, you know, you can live under oppression you can live a less than comfortable lifestyle but we can do that without sinning if we follow jesus's attitude uh, his attitude even though he was being crucified was one with a bigger picture in mind he knew it had to be he knew this suffering uh, had to happen the way it was but the eternal outcome was uh, he would be the savior of 
the world for everybody for all time. Uh, and if we can see that big picture that there's more to life than what we know here on earth. I mean, how we live here on earth is very important because it will determine our eternal uh, home and knowing where we will be in eternity should guide us our mindset, our attitude on what we do now. Uh, and But take time to think of how your suffering can lead to Christ. Did something bad happen? You're, oh my goodness, this and that, and swearing and cursing and stuff. I can't believe this. And I'm going to get you and attitude. Or is it, you know, like Jesus, you take the slap on the cheek and you, well, you turn the other one. You, you don't retaliate. You let God worry about the retaliation. Uh, there's <laughs> so many times there's something bad. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be all passive aggressive and get some revenge here. I know where you live. Uh, yours is coming. Well, you know, it's true. Theirs is coming. But it should be left to God to handle that. Uh, in fact, if you leave it to God, their comeuppance will be a lot more vengeful than what you can hope to do on your own. Uh, but my prayer for people who cross my path is that they will find Christ. I'd rather have them find Christ, uh, have no revenge, than have whatever kind of <laughs> evil thoughts I have happen to them. Uh, but... To kind of wrap it up here to conclude, uh, we should uh, own up to a testimony. And uh, I'm not sure uh, that doesn't, that's not very good to put that. We should have a testimony. Uh, we should have a defense for our relationship with Christ. And we should be ready to share what we believe and why we believe. Now, sometimes you think, I don't have a testimony. I just have a boring life. I've always been a good person. I went to the front and became saved and baptized as a young, you know, six or seven or eight-year-old or 10-year-old. Uh, I was always in the church. I don't have a good testimony. But here's the thing is, your testimony is, you didn't get there on your own. You were fortunate uh, from the providence of God to be born into a family that took you to church to get saved at that early age. You're under the providence of God that he kept you from having friends that would lead you astray, to get you into drugs, to get you into other problems. Uh, you're under the providence of God that rescued you from that before you even got into that. So even if you think, oh, I don't have no testimony. Well, you do have this uh, and the testimony I just gave was pretty much my testimony is I was fortunate enough uh, by God's will to be born into a family of people who uh, had some strong uh, beliefs and good theology about those beliefs. Uh, but, you know, we should be aware you know, there are people who have arguments out there. I don't believe God can be true because blah, blah. Well, listen to them. Now you could you could counter that and say you know quote God God is love, and, and then you, uh, you have to be willing to counter if they say well how can God be so loving if, uh, and so sometimes best is to step back and say oh let me let me take note of that, 
Uh, I'll get back with you on that. Let me look that up. That's a good question. And then make the effort to do that. And if you'd never meet that person ever again in life, at least you'll be prepared. So the next person that comes along that says, I don't believe in God and the whole God is love thing, you'll have the, you'll have the answer. Uh, and you will find the answer because the scripture defends and supports God. It's God's word. So the best thing you can do is read the Bible. Uh, if you want to look for books on Christian apologetics, there are plenty of them out there. Uh, I can recommend off the top of my head uh, Tactics uh, from Greg Kokel. It's an excellent book that talks about uh, defending your faith, sharing your faith, recognizing foul, uh, false arguments. Uh, another one is uh, Andrew Rappaport's books on what we believe and what they believe. Excellent on theology to help you understand uh, others' beliefs as well as your own. Uh, but don't be afraid to make a public statement. And don't believe the falsehood that faith is just a private matter. Everyone has their personal faith. Keep it to yourself. Well, no. We should publicly declare our faith when moments arise uh, with that. So uh, to keep wrapping it all up, hey, keep plugging away. Uh, keep uh, getting through those difficult circumstances uh, to point to Christ until your race on this life is over. So, hey, thanks for listening to all that, and uh, we'll see you next time. Ever wish you could get together with a friend over coffee each week and talk about God's Word? Me too. Hi, I'm Anthony Russo. I'm the host of Grace and Peace Radio. Grace and Peace Radio is a Christian living blog and podcast dedicated to engaging conversations about applying God's Word to everyday life. I hope you'll join me, Anthony Russo, on Grace and Peace Radio each week at graceandpeaceradio.com or right here on the Christian Podcast Community.org. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 Therefore laying aside falsehood Speak truth each one of you with his neighbor For we are members of one another For his name's sake What's up everybody? I'm Jamal Bandy, the host of the Prescribed Truth Podcast Where I seek to distribute the truth That the doctor prescribes to the church and the world today The Lord graciously brought me out of a cult in 2010 Saved me in 2013 And in 2017, Prescribed Truth began My mission has been to spread the truth of God's word While refuting dangerous lies affecting most churches And the culture at large from a biblical and reformed perspective Join me on Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for the live recording of the podcast on YouTube and download the audio version wherever podcasts can be found, including the Christian podcast community. If you would like to know more about Prescribed Truth, please visit my website at prescribedtruth.com. And remember, this world is full of errors, but the only thing that the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings. Okay, that's all I have today. Uh, and again, uh, my hope and prayer is that these words were encouraging to you. If you have other questions you may like to ask about, just drop me a line and we'll make sure that we address that on an episode. Well, I don't really have anything else 
to uh, add here. So I'll just say this, say, uh, take it away, Anthony Russo, uh, voice of the podcast, and tell all the folks how they can contact us. Thanks for listening. Visit life-truth.com where you can find all our shows. Leave a message or call our voicemail number at 401-753-4844. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash life truth page. Follow us on Twitter at HPNCast, capital H, capital P, capital N, capital C, A-S-T. Everything Nathan Caldwell does can be found at facebook.com forward slash protectors of the book. Music in the show is used by permission of Kevin Zerby at zerbinator.wordpress.com. May God richly bless you. May you find everything you need. And if you don't know Jesus, your greatest need is a savior. Thanks for listening.